0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, This is episode number 67, recorded on Monday, November the 8th, 2021, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. Now, on today's program, we're going to be discussing a topic that has provided excitement to our city over the past decade. Thanks to Dreaming Big and inspired community and investments made by public and private sector, Downtown Fort Wayne has once again become a place to gather, celebrate, live, and appreciate. And I know my guests will agree, the best is yet to come. So to talk more about the past, present, and future of our downtown, I'm thrilled to welcome Michael Galbraith to the program. Mike, thanks for coming in today. Mayor, thank you for inviting me. Now Mike is the president of the Downtown Improvement District. And for those of you that may not know what the Downtown Improvement District district is because i guess in the span of time it's relatively new to our city uh... Mike, could you explain uh... what the downtown improvement district is and uh... uh- how you're partnering with the city of Fort Wayne.
1: Sure well um, the downtown improvement district is an area of 99 blocks here in downtown Fort Wayne roughly spanning from the river on the north boundary to the railroad embankment on the south, Broadway on the west side and Clay on the east side Mm -hmm. Um, and within those areas the the property owners have elected every 10 years um, by referendum to be able to support extra Um, incentives in downtown Fort Wayne, whether that's advertising or marketing or events or extra clean and green services in order to make downtown really that extra special driver for Northeast Indiana.
0: There's no question that when we survey people come into our community to visit, uh, conventioneers that come into our convention center and others who visit uh, Fort Wayne, I have been told over and over again Number one, how beautiful it is downtown. They don't see any graffiti. Uh, they see these nice uh, potted plants. They don't see any trash in, uh, on the sidewalk or or uh, uh, in the streets. Uh, is that all a result of the downtown improvement district?
1: It is and it's and it's partly um, making sure that when people are out there that there's a group of people, um, in addition to the regular stakeholders, that whose job it is to give a darn every single day. We want to make sure um, and we take great pride in making sure that downtown looks its best all the time. Um, and it's a nice thing for our businesses to have that competitive advantage, especially the Downtown Convention Center. And you actually
0: have paid staff that take care of downtown, right? We
1: do, um, and then we enter into collaborative agreements with people like the city and Parks Department to make sure that we have planters that are filled with flowers that are changed out four times a year and to make sure that wreaths and garlands go up at Christmas and to make sure that there are areas where people can hang out, like at the porch off Calhoun.
0: Well, one of the things that I've noticed in Fort Wayne, and I do get to a lot of other cities, we're the only city that I've ever seen where we I, I've actually seen people employees if you will walking up and down the sidewalk with those grabbers uh, you know picking up trash and so I've never seen that in any other city Uh, I've seen you know street sweepers but to actually have dedicated personnel uh, to make sure that we don't have any trash laying around the sidewalk as I mentioned. Uh, that's uh i think it really makes a statement for yeah. fort wayne
1: our crew is out there six days a week 52 weeks a year um, making sure that, that the city um, and the downtown in particular looks great all the time michael we just came through
0: a pretty significant period in, in fort wayne and and in, in our country and that was this whole COVID uh pandemic did that affect uh
1: the downtown improvement district absolutely um, in addition to um, not being able to do our regular big events um, we found that that kind of the script had flipped on us a bit mm-hmm. we've always been extraordinarily strong um, in our monday through friday nine to five um, and had worked for for 15 or 20 years trying to make our weeknights and our weekends popular and during covid that all kind of flipped so <laughs> our weeknights and our weekends it's booming down here but um during our days, when people are working from home, it's a little bit more empty. yeah I, I
0: I did notice for a period of time that it was, as you said, really quite empty. But I'm beginning to see a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, especially on the
1: landing. You're absolutely correct. Um, Not only are the the people that are living here um, reinvigorating that, but companies are starting to bring back their people um, pretty slowly, but it's really coming back, definitely.
0: Well, we've worked hard to make downtown Fort Wayne a real point of destination and to make it not just a, a place to work for many, but to live and play. And uh, there's no question that uh, the downtown improvement district has had an integral part in that, uh, because again, people are enjoying coming downtown. Aesthetically, it's it's a pleasing place to be. As I mentioned, it's a clean city, and I know uh, on a on a, uh, on a survey. Oh, it's been a little while ago, but I I noticed uh, from one of the conventioneers in Fort Wayne, uh, they asked what. Uh, uh, she liked about Fort Wayne, and she said, I I enjoyed being able to walk through downtown at night and feel safe. And that's a pretty powerful statement because not too many cities our size can can get that kind of response from somebody on a survey.
1: No, and it's been one of those things that over the last 20 years, Fort Wayne has really developed a balanced downtown. Mm-hmm. They've really developed, um, we've really developed the ability to have people working here. Um, some places that are only a central business district really didn't weather COVID very well. Um, downtown Fort Wayne and the city in general was really um, at the top of the list in terms of how we adapted to COVID. So the fact that we have so many people living downtown, the fact that we have so many great restaurants, um, the fact that even our institutions that present things like the Tin Caps or the Embassy Theater all survived pretty darn well. We just brought up
0: something, Michael, that that uh, uh, certainly is, is a primary interest to a lot of small businesses. You know, downtown Fort Wayne historically has been a a place for commerce, for banks, uh, for insurance companies, for lawyers, for government offices, but Fort Wayne has really been growing its restaurant and retail market downtown. We keep uh, hearing about new restaurants opening up, whether, as I mentioned, it's on the landing or elsewhere, uh, and new retail offerings. Uh, what's the
1: DID done to, uh, to support them? Well, that's a really interesting question. Particularly in COVID, we really had to struggle. We really worked with them in order to figure out how to help with delivery um, of food during that big first shutdown. And the city was such a great partner with us and with Waiter on the Way. um, We ended up putting out more than $2 million um, worth of delivery um, through not only the downtown restaurants, but through the downtown business of Waiter on the Way for all of the restaurants in the city of Fort Wayne.
0: Well, you mentioned how you contributed toward that. Uh, where do you see downtown Fort Wayne since that's your primary area of responsibility? Where do you see that heading in the future, especially in your partnership
1: with city government? Yeah. Well, one of the neat things is that as we see this development happening, and that's one of those areas that the city government has been extraordinarily active in terms of being able to develop that live portion of um, being downtown. um, We see Fort Wayne's continued balance um, in terms of driving residential, um, but also making that residential um, work to drive the restaurant and retail sector and make this the destination of choice for offices as well. Well that's certainly, as I mentioned, something that we've wanted to do over the past
0: decade or so, and that is to increase the popularity of downtown. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the I know a, a significant number of people are now beginning to move downtown to live. It's probably quadrupled in the last 10, 12 years, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, and the hospitality offerings, the retail offerings. So, uh, where years ago we experienced this suburban sprawl has now kind of turned around and more and more people are coming back to the central part of the city. And I think a lot of it has to do with what the did has been able to accomplish. And How long have you been in existence?
1: We've been in existence since 1995.
0: I'm not sure a lot of people realize that you had been around for for that long. Uh, I think uh, many citizens uh, think that you're you're brand new. And I guess that's a good thing. You've been kind of under the radar, but at the same time, offering a, a tremendous service uh, to downtown. Uh, and I, I'm not sure a lot of our listeners realize that it's more than just making sure that we have nice flowers downtown and our streets and sidewalks are clean. The dead is actually involved in a number of other activities, Many of of which our listeners, I'm sure, participate in, but they don't know who really is sponsoring it. Would you want to go through uh, maybe a
1: a small list of some of the things that it is responsible yeah, for. Yeah, I would love to. Um, first of all, the next upcoming event that's gonna be really big is on the 24th of November. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be there to preside over mm-hmm. the um, lighting of all of the holiday um, lights downtown, particularly of Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are incredibly pleased to have that be alive again this year. Um, last year was when COVID right. was here, we really missed that. Um, but that's one of those examples. Um, lunch on the square during mm-hmm. the summer is, is a big thing. Busker Fest, Fright mm-hmm. Night, all of those different different things. Um, This year, um, one of the things that we really emphasized was we wanted to have more smaller events. So for instance, on every Friday night in June, July, and August, we had a band um, on the landing. And every Saturday night in June, July, and August, we had another band somewhere in downtown. We wanted to be able to have people find great things in downtown, not necessarily to brag about it every single day, um, but just to have that kind of joy of unexpected discovery.
0: It's really interesting, Michael, how you've responded to the citizens' uh, requests uh, because I know the music on the landing, when we began to put the landing together some time ago, uh, not only did we get requests from citizens for a living space on the landing and hopefully uh, hospitality offerings, which again that uh, uh, we're very proud that the, that the landing's been able to offer Uh, restaurants and and taverns and the like, but also they wanted to have an area that was safe from vehicular traffic, that's why we have the barricades, but also they wanted music offerings, so I'm really glad that the did picked up on that. Uh, You know, again, it's not every night, it's selected nights through the year, but I think those who live there, those who shop there, those who dine there, to be able to Uh, experience music as well I think that really makes a statement you know the landing again was something that uh, has been experimented with for the last several decades and I think we've we're finally in a position where we hit a home run and uh, uh, it's I'm really proud that the the, uh, Not only was it developed, but the the did has taken it on as part of their responsibility as well.
1: We we have a lot of day two responsibilities Mm -hmm. at the did. Um, We're not there on day zero to help some of the developments get. launched and the financing come together Um, that's one of those things that the city really does well Um, and some of those day one activities of the the grand openings were there Um, but when day two comes around people want to know how is this going to work how are we going to let people know that we're open how is the trash going to be picked up how are we going to have tables outside how are we going to have music that goes around that so those day two activities we really really specialize in You know, one of the things
0: that that I like about the dead as well is not only do you partner with municipal government, but there's also other offerings in the city, the Arts Commission, uh, a lot of the murals that are, are painted, sculptures that are put up. Uh, they also work with with the dead as well and other organizations too.
1: Absolutely. And and one of the things that we really are working on is the idea that we want streets to be active. We want people to be out walking the streets. We want people to be able to um, linger a little bit and enjoy the streets. And so we've really worked very diligently over the last couple of years in our Art This Way program Mm -hmm. to make sure that the alleyways of downtown have great art. We're really trying to create um, a world-class, public, outdoor art gallery.
0: When I tell people that uh, from time to time I've actually dined in an alley uh, downtown, it's uh, the expression on their face that yeah. you're eating in an alley. Um uh, is quite uh, quite
1: interesting. You know, you know what's great, and I think that, that people will say this, is that we have the cleanest alleyways anybody's ever seen. Um, That's true. And the ability to eat on our, on our alleyways is right. something you wouldn't want to do in a lot of other cities. That's true, absolutely
0: mm-hmm. true. Well, if if the citizens want to become more involved in the dead, uh, how, could they, how can they do
1: that? Well, I think that there's a couple of different ways that people can do that. One is simply to come downtown um, enjoy what's what's out there, um, whether that's picking up a cookie at Insomnia Cookies, um, or noodles at, at, at Nawa or wherever that is. Support your downtown businesses. The other thing is to be open to those new experiences. Um, come volunteer for an event, whether that's something that we put on, or one of the many, many other organizations that run festivals and events downtown. Three Rivers Festival, Arts United, all of those things Um, really need people to come to them and to volunteer at them as well. That's one of the great things about Fort Wayne. I'm glad you said that because uh, from time
0: to time I attend events where they recognize the volunteers in this community and again in my travels I've never seen a community that has so many people wanting to get involved uh, in the city activities. Uh, You know we're a city of roughly 265,000 people and the amount of volunteer hours uh, that are given every year in Fort Wayne is phenomenal and obviously the DID is another area that if they're interested in in working with you and helping with downtown activities and continuing to make downtown Fort Wayne a, uh, again, a point of destination
1: uh, would be a tremendous calling, I, and we would we would love to do that. So, come come visit us and come hit our website, and we'll put you to work. <laughs> what is your website? Um, it's www.downtownfortwayne.com. Um, very very easy. Very easy. Okay.
0: Well, Michael, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. The future is certainly bright for downtown Fort Wayne, and. Uh, Michael, it was really awesome that you were able to join us for a few minutes. Mayor,
1: thank you again for inviting me.
0: And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. It is another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.